Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. The Lord wants you to be fruitful, blessed, effective, and highly favored. I would like to give you the key to live a very successful life, and you will get a lot of rewards in heaven. Please subscribe to our channel and click like and also the notification bell as well. Welcome to the Word of God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you love us and you want to speak to us, Lord, in this teaching. May your Holy Spirit speak to us, Lord. Open our eyes to see the light of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I would like to talk about wiping our heart clean. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 23, and be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. The Apostle Paul says that every day we need to put on a fresh new attitude. The Holy Spirit will purify our heart when we yield to His power and His ministry. If you don't start anew every day, you will bring all the negative from yesterday into today. You will bring all the hurts, the disappointment, and the negative thing into your heart and keep it there. You do that week after week, and before long, you will be very critical, sad, depressed, uptight, condescending, and negative. And you begin to see everything in your life the worst as it should be. I don't like my job. My house is too small. I will never get well. I will be sick forever. I don't like that brother in the church. I don't like my boss. That is an old, sour attitude, the negative attitude, the ungodly thinking. The Spirit of God can purify our heart and mind. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11, And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. This is the reason why I love to be touched by the Holy Spirit. I stir up the Holy Spirit to fill me, to cleanse me. He removed the junk, the chaff, the draws out of me, all the negative thinking, all the disappointment, the hurts, all the negative information that I get from people conversation or from the news in the internet. I want to get rid of them. I don't want my vessel here, or this is a temple of the Holy Spirit, to be filled with junk and to be filled with bad things, the unforgiveness, the hurt, the negative thinking. The Holy Spirit cleanses my heart and your heart. This is why I love to lay hand on my church members and help them to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I produce a lot of teachings and put in internet so that God's people will have the Word of God in their heart and the Word of God renew their heart and their mind. 
We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are like the vessel, and the Bible say that God want to fill this vessel with the good things. Psalm 23 verse 5 say, "You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. Oil is the anointing of the Holy Spirit. He anoint us with the Holy Spirit, and my cup runs over." God compare our life to a cup, a container, a vessel. Or the temple, we should fill our life with the word and with the presence of the Holy Spirit to overflow. Every day we wake up, we need to clean up our heart by reading the Bible, listening to good biblical teaching, and allow the Lord to cleanse our heart. We should allow the word of God to renew our mind. That's why I want to encourage you to really listen to the. Biblical teaching every day. Read the Bible every day. Go to church. Listen to the sermon, and make sure you allow God to cleanse your heart. Romans chapter twelve verses one to two say, "And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all He has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind He will find acceptable. This is." Truly, the way to worship Him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. You see, the way you think. Renew your mind, clean up your mind, to be white as snow, to have the mind of Christ. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. What the Bible say here. Should happen every day, not only on Sunday, that we allow the Word of God to renew our mind, to fill our heart with the will of God, the plan of God. We should not entertain negative thoughts, the hurts, the disappointment, the wrong concept, and the worldly idea. We should fill our mind with the Word of God all the time. This is how I live a Christian life for the past forty years. I always get into the Word. I listen to good sermon. I don't like to listen to bad news and the the bad things in the internet. And when our mind is healthy, when our heart is strong and prosper, it will affect our finances, affect our physical health and relationship. Three John verse two say, "Behold, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as." Your soul prosper. When our soul, our mind, our spirit prosper, what happened? We will be healthy, and we will be prospering in all things: in relationship, marriage relationship, in the job, in the ministry. Our physical health will be good because our mind is full of good things from God. All the dirty thing, let God take away, and we throw them away. Don't keep it. The Bible teaches us to always be thankful in all circumstances, instead of meditating on the negative thing and complaining and blaming people. We should fill our heart and mind with a thankful attitude. Ephesians chapter one verse sixteen say, "I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers." The Apostle Paul said that he always thanked God for his brothers and sisters who served the Lord with him. This is what I always do 
for my church member. I always thank them that they join New Hope International Church. I'm not perfect. I have some shortcomings, but by the grace of God, they join this church and they serve the Lord with me. I thank them. I thank God for them as well. Ephesians five twenty say, and give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. First Thessalonians chapter five verse eighteen. Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances may be. Be thankful and give thanks, for this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus, the Revealer and Mediator of that will. You see, the Bible say again and again, we should be thankful. When you are thankful, you can get rid of all the disappointment, the negative thoughts, the hurt feeling, the uptight feeling. You just say, "God, I trust you. I believe. No matter what happened, you still rule and reign the universe. You hung the star in the sky. You are on my side. You sit on the throne and you laugh on the throne. And I know." That my future is victory. I am in the fixed fight. You write the final chapter of my life. You know the end of the story because you lead me into triumph. When you wake up each morning, you need to say, "Father, thank you that this day is a gift. Today is a day that you have made. I rejoice and be glad in it. Everything may not be perfect, but I'm grateful to be alive." Grateful for my family, grateful for today's opportunities. I'm going to make the most of today. That is not just being positive. That is putting on a fresh new attitude every morning. Just like King David say, "Today is a day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it." He can say that because he know God will take care of him, and he can trust the Almighty God. The Bible can help us avoid unhealthy stress. The Word of God teaches us to let love guide our relationship, so we are not caught up in unnecessary arguments or hurts or strife. Colossians chapter three, twelve to fourteen say, "Since God chose you to be the holy people He loves, you must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy, kindness." Humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's fault. People make mistake, so forgive them, and don't focus on their mistake. But be gentle and patient to one another, and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourself with love, which binds us. All together in perfect harmony, the Bible says, "Don't focus on people' mistake, don't meditate on people' wrongdoing. Forgive them, move on. That was yesterday. Today is a new day. Don't keep thinking about what people did wrong to you, their offense to you, their mistake. Let them go. Forgive them. Thank God for today. Every day we have a new attitude." Let the Holy Spirit and the Word of God renew our heart attitude and our mind. Focus on the right thing. Focus on the promise of God, the goodness of God, the love of God. Focus on the truth. 
Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 to 9 say, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Don't worry. A lot of things happen to us instead of focusing on the problem. We just give our request to God. We just say, God, you can handle this thing for me. I trust you. And the peace of God, verse 7, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You can see that when we let go of all the worry, the disappointment, the anxiety, the burden, and give them to God, then the peace will come into our heart. We will be joyful, healthy. We will have a smile on our face. We will have a good nature. And people like to be around us. We're going to have good health and also strengthen relationship with other people. Verse 8, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. You see, think about the good thing. Don't meditate on the wrong thing, on the hurt, the disappointment, on the problem, on the sickness. Meditate on the good things, the promises of God, the goodness of God. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. I want God to fill your heart with peace, with joy, with faith, with righteousness. Don't allow the devil to fill your heart with the negative things. You get rid of anything from yesterday that is weighting you down and wipe the slate clean. Let go of all the disappointment. Let go of what did not work out in the past. Get your mind going in the right direction and you will see God show out in your life. He will give favor to you. He will help you because you walk by faith. Ephesians 3, 31-32 say, Get rid of your bitterness, hot tempers, anger, loud quarreling, cursing, and hatred. Be kind to each other, sympathetic, forgiving each other, as God has forgiven you through Christ. You see, get rid of all the bitterness. Get rid of all the hurt feeling. Let it go. Love people. Pray for other people. Fill your heart with love, forgiveness, kindness. Let God fill your heart with joy and righteousness. Throw away all the junk out of your heart. Renew your mind every day with the Word. Read the Bible every day. Listen to good teaching every day. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verses 1 to 2, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off. Everyone say, throw off. We throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so eagerly entangles. And let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us. You see, if you carry a lot of junk on you, a lot of burden, a lot of disappointment, hurt feeling, negative thoughts, you cannot finish your race. You cannot go to the finish line with joy. You need to throw them away, those things that try to entangle you and fill your heart with faith and love and fix your eyes on Jesus. Verse 2 say, let us Fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him. You see, Jesus looked to the future, the victory, the final outcome, the end of the story. 
But it's the end of the story. When he was arrested, he was whipped, spit on. He was nailed on the cross, put up on that tree. He did not look at the current suffering, but he looked for the future. He keep his heart full of joy because he know one day millions of people will be saved, will go to heaven. You and I will be saved, we healed, we set free from curses. He looked for the joy set before him. He endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let us follow the example of Jesus Christ. Let's put our eyes on God, on Jesus, and don't meditate on the failure, on the mistake, on the problems that happened now, or yesterday, or ten years ago. But keep looking forward. That if we keep doing the right thing, we're going to have rewards in heaven, and we're going to see the goodness of the Lord, and we will finish our course and get to the finish line. Make sure you let the Word of God and the Holy Spirit renew your mind every day, and wipe your slate clean. Wipe everything that is wrong in your heart, your mind out as soon as possible, and fill your heart with love, faith. And the promises of God, Father, we thank you that you are on the throne, and you are given us this day as a gift to live for you. Thank you that we can wipe yesterday's slate clean and start with a fresh new attitude. We are going to be our best and make the most of today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. I believe. You will practice what you learn in this lesson, and you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. God bless you. I pray that God will use you, and you will be full of the favor of God, and you give God all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.